Uh, Petrov's Flu, new film by uh, Kirill Serebrenikov, who was uh, is, is a stage director, filmmaker, background in music videos and commercials, and a thorn in the side of the Russian authorities. Uh, became the artistic director of the Gogol Center in Moscow. 2014, he was a critic of uh, Russian annexation of Crimea, outspoken LGTB, LGBTQ supporter. 2017, the authorities raided his apartment on allegations of fraud. He was placed under house arrest. He had a conviction in 2020, which was has been condemned by the Human Rights Watch suspended sentence, is widely believed to be politically motivated. So, as I said, a thorn in the side of the authorities. Unsurprisingly, Petrov's Flu, which is based on Alexei Salnikov's novel, The Petrov's In and Around the Flu, which I haven't read, offers a pretty dyspeptic view of life in Russia. We begin on a bus where Petrov, who has the flu, is dragged off, given a gun, forced to take part in some hideous assassination, then put back on the, on the bus. Was it real? Was it some fever dream hallucination? The rest of the movie is in very kind of similar vein. The narrative pinballs backwards and forwards in time, getting diverted off into different characters, constantly blurring the line between what we know to be real, what we think may be fictional, it, like it's sort of jumping around in a drunken stupor. There's an old man on a bus who tells a young girl that she could have been married years ago and then can't understand why his obscene vulgarity gets him thrown off the bus. There's a woman whose eyes turn black when she's angry and seems to have superpowers that she can use against her enemies, but then imagines herself turning on her own child. A child who is who has a fever is rushed to hospital, but space aliens are actually more likely to help than the authorities. The actual time frame is unclear. Funnily enough, watching this, I was thinking of Ulysses and that thing about, you know, you have an actual time frame and then a, a kind of much larger... Uh, frame of reference to the story. I did get the sense, and I will confess this, that I was missing a lot. Given what we know about the production, that the script was written under house arrest and the film was shot at night un you know, under some kind of duress because of the stuff with the authorities, you know that there's a lot of stuff in here which is very pointed, that is very, you know, that is a very sp specific. Do you remember when we, re we, we were talking about Pedro Almodovar's film about the white elephant airports. And one of the things about it was that if you didn't understand that those airports had been built by the by a corrupt administration and then left and they had become kind of mm. national symbols of a kind of government corruption, you watch the film thinking, why am I watching a film about empty airports? It's because you didn't the, the specific cultural reference didn't travel. I was very aware watching this that there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't getting. And I've seen more than one critic refer to the film as very Russian, meaning that the more you understand about the, the milieu, the more you'll get out of it. It's also quite overwhelming. I mean, when I was watching it, I was thinking of, I've talked about Emi Kostoritska's films before because you get that kind of carnivalesque sense of everything just barreling towards you at huge speed. And, it, and you, you either kind of let yourself go with the flow or you find yourself scrabbling around for something to hang on to. The camera work is frenetic, the plot lines are bewildering, the mass of conflicting styles chaotic. It was, I confess, rather too much for my fragile sensibilities. But that said, it's it's quite staggering. I mean, this sounds like I'm underselling, but there's a lot in it. There is a lot going on and the way in which the tonal shifts work. I mean, I was as I was watching it, I was almost having a kind of panicky feeling about how did they plan this? I mean, what did this look like on the, on the storyboards? Um, it is also clearly 
a portrait of a country that is deeply unwell and, you know, deeply in the grip of some malaise. Even from my own uh, position of ignorance, that was clear. So it's a tough film to enjoy, but I think it's... I, I think the more you know about the situation, mm. the, the better it would be. Did that make sense? Yes. Uh, we were thinking of speaking to the director uh, on the show, but we were told that we would only be able to talk about the film and not his personal circumstances. Right. For perfectly legitimate yeah, reasons. Absolutely. But we thought, on balance, that meant that it would okay. not be yeah. the right interview to run. Okay. But worth seeking out? I think so. I mean, I'm I'm glad I saw it. Whilst I, whilst I was watching it, I confess, and this is the shortcoming here is surely more mine than the film, I did find myself floundering 